This episode contains sensitive topics. Discretion is advised. Welcome in, everybody. Take a seat. Uh, make sure you have a perfect viewing angle because you'll get to watch everything today. That will make, will make sense in a minute when I tell the to- topic. But I am Puce, your main host for the night, as well as Minka. Hello! And Suna. Hi. And tonight we have an extra special guest. Uh, our first time returning guest, Mr. Retsum. Hey, everybody. Uh, I'm Mr. Retsum. I, if you didn't catch the uh, first episode that I was on, I am a smut author. Uh, and that will come in handy today because today we will be talking about NTR and cuckolding. And cheating. And cheating. That Which cheating like is, is a part of NTR. NTR. Yeah, it's a part of NTR. No, no. These things have levels. You start out at cheating... You evolve into cuckolding, and then you, yeah, digi ultimate DNA evolution evolve into NTR. I don't feel like that's the right like order at all. I feel like <laughs> it is because any listen, uh, cheating can literally just. Okay, I, to I be go fair, out... digi evolving like you could turn from a fish <laughs> into a into a dragon. No, so... it's like Yu Gi Oh. You they have to like you have to put the cards out and then they level each other up. No, that that mechanic things. is that mechanic you is sacrifice long the dead, cheating Mika. card to evolve into the NTR card. Yeah, NTR oh. is the blue eyes white dragon of Yu-Gi-Oh. Blue eyes is shit though. No one's playing. No one knows anything about modern Yu-Gi-Oh. Never mind. It's just me. I was uh, gonna say Axis you're Code the nerd Talker. Who ta- Axis probably Axis has Code modern Talker. Yu-Gi-Oh card. I don't play Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh's too fast. Uh, and Access Code Talker is a, also old and bad. Is a good uh, one. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what's new and relevant no more. Fucking trap tricks. Okay. Sure, let's go with that. Mr. Edson, <laughs> what was your comment? A nice nice uh, going with the lolly archetype there. I'm more upset you know oh, that because I only snap. know that because I got fucking baited. And I'm oh, like, where are the big snap. titty ones? And my friend was like, nah, fam, I'm just saying it. And I'm like, you lied to me. I was playing Master Duel literally right before I know. Started, what's so. the what's the new hotness? Because Axis Code Talker is kind of old. Uh, people still play Axis Code Talker. The new hotness is uh, a deck called purely uh which is like little kittens <laughs> and uh Our... another deck called go ahead cash tira which is uh they do a lot of banishing a lot of banishing. is uh elements still relevant or no less relevant because they keep getting hit by the bandits as do the uh ishizu retrains Good. Well, these two have no idea what the fuck Yu-Gi-Oh. we're talking about, we're talking about Yu-Gi-Oh. I- <laughs> All I have, you guys are like lo- lollies and baby kittens and banning, and I'm like, no, what? there's like two big titty well, trap tricks cards. I think my binder's behind me. I I heard somebody <laughs> just recently won a Yu-Gi-Oh uh, championship using like Exodia, and it Exodia, it yeah, makes and me like feel everybody old went and, wild. Yeah. I, listen, oh, it's crazy because like Wait, nobody. But what game plays, are you guys talking about? I don't. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, it has stopped Yu-Gi-Oh. talking about Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, listen, nobody uh, like plays Exodia seriously at a competitive level because it's pretty inconsistent. But like this dude just topped a YCS with a fucking Exodia deck. All right, we got. I got two more things to say about Yu-Gi-Oh. Then we get going, like actually move on proper. <laughs> um, so if. Okay, so let's say I have a Nibiru in my hand or a joyous ass spring. Uh-huh. Can I just go, no, stop. You don't get to do that. To, to Exodia. Like, is it an automatic no. wind condition or do you have to, like, summon them one at a time? 
You don't have to summon them. You have to have all five pieces in your hand at once. Okay. I thought they had to be like consecutively summoned or special summoned at once. No. Damn, so you okay. really can't just Ash, Ash Blossom Luxodia and be like, no, fuck you. You can Ash Blossom like the cards that help people get Exodia, like Royal Magic Library's effect, or there's a, a weird thing with Return to Normal and another Exodia extra card that will put them onto the field and then all into your hand, but like outside of that, no. Okay. Man, okay. and I thought telling the audience our topic for the day would make nobody listen. <laughs> okay, okay. I've, I've got how we bring this back, okay? Yu-Gi-Oh! sometimes uses the term NTR, and it stands for Nightmare Troubadour. So, back to NTR. Yeah, that works. <laughs> oh. uh, NTR stands for Nedorare, right? Nedorare. Natarari. I definitely mispronounced it on that. Well, it doesn't matter. We know what you're I'm gonna about. butcher it with my American English. So God, we'll... let me stop. Natarare. 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 Good. Good enough. Are you two having a start? I'm, I'm sure. I. <laughs> I'm sure I'm still not quite right because also my Japanese is not super great, but. So, for those who have no idea what the heck we're trying to say, NTR is essentially cheating with extra steps. <laughs> you're not wrong, but you're not like, you're not, you gotta sell it. And you're not selling it. Alright, you sell it, because I don't okay. understand what it is. I'm sorry, no, 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 but I have to use it. you as an example. Oh, no. <laughs> well, he's the only one that's married, so... Oh no, Mr. Ratsum has a girlfriend. That counts. I don't I don't know his girlfriend. I know your wife, so it's fine. <laughs> you don't know my wife either. I know you your wife. I have one. I know your wife's name. Keep keep his wife's name <laughs> out of your mouth. <laughs> You're not even married. Oh we're, we're not gonna do that. We're not even fucking married. Doesn't we're gonna stop. We're gonna stop. No. Okay. NTR is essentially I come down to Puce's house while he's doing Up. his one two at his job. I fuck his wife. She then con contemplates the idea of leaving him solely on the fact we had good enough sex. And then... So this is nothing like the ugly bastard stuff. Yes. They, they can just add that on top of it. And then if you want to sprinkle like a layer on top of that, he's normally in the corner, not the corner, the closet watching, crying because he's getting left by his wife, but also jerking off because... It, it, mental instability i don't i don't know so okay. like there's extra steps but you gotta like sprinkle on there's I gotta mean, be we some could pain. also add we could also add on the extra step on top of that that the fact that i'm white and you're black so it could also play the race card that doesn't that's just for this specific example normally it doesn't matter because they're all japanese so it doesn't really matter okay okay i'm gonna i'm gonna step in here because i've looked up a couple different definitions of ntr um so obviously there is some variation in what people consider NTR, um, but it comes from a genre of eroge, which is a hentai category where the protagonists or lovers are seduced away from the main character, willingly or unwillingly. Um, and generally, according to this definition of NTR, um, is it's more of a cuckold and it's 
it's not the same thing as the R word because the other parties in the experience are willing participants. And like, obviously that's a little iffy because a lot of times it's like somebody comes in, like a, a random girl comes into a relationship between a guy and a girl and it's like, I'm going to, I can be a better boyfriend than him and steals the girl away and then like has sex with her and does all this stuff in front of him. And then he kind of realizes that shit, like being, um, being forced to watch, being forced to watch, being, um, humiliated and like demasculated and stuff actually turns him on. And so it kind of becomes like a, like a thing. Uh, I won't lie. I've, uh, never really been clear, like fully on the difference, uh, between NTR and cuckolding. I like kind of knew it was like the NTR was more of like a person sliding themselves into a relationship to steal one person. But honestly, I've always used them interchangeably. pretty interchangeably in tagging stories and stuff because people generally don't care. Like I'll occasionally get a comment and it's like, um, technically this isn't NTR. And it's like, yeah, buddy, you're the only person who has an issue with that. I was going to say, it feels like for the most part, a lot of people are like, yeah, they're interchangeable. And then so, you've got that like 1% of the population who's like, well, technically. I'm not going to well actually you because that's too much effort. But for me, cuckolding is every everyone here is in agreement. This thing is going to happen. NTR, there is no agreement. It just happens. And you're like, well, fuck. Yeah, it seems like the levels of consensual change. That's the biggest part. And and it that does seem to change depending on who you ask and like yeah. where you find it. Because it it, yeah. it seems that the literal like translation of Netorare is basically cuckold. So like some people are like, No, that's what it is. It's cuckold, so it's like a consensual thing. But then yeah, for other people, NTR is where it's not consensual and someone comes in and steals one of the partners. I feel like the people that take it literally are the people who are also like Nah, you can just translate the anime word for word. And I'm like, you stupid. <laughs> I'm not going to say um, what I want to say because we would get demonetized slash removed. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, don't do that. Um, some other things that NTR can stand for, by the way, are um, nothing to report, uh, nuclear, nuclear thermal rocket, no trees replanted, and need to rush. No trees replanted. What the heck? I'm yeah, not, super common everywhere. Like a, you know, That's the way I use it. Mm-hmm. sure yep. yeah that's a- story... after reading one of your stories i absolutely like understand that it was all about nature and like yeah. the effects of this story you created and how they are deforesting and like aren't gonna replant any trees it's an ntr story minka do, you minka, got it do exactly you just describe the plot of every other studio ghibli movie congratulations i know <laughs> his are all very social commentaries so Basically, this episode is them going to be telling me why they enjoy it, and me going, okay, but why? Okay. Uh, and for anybody who might be uh, confused as to why I'm here, uh, though mostly what I write is Hyper and Fuda, uh, I also do and have written a good amount of cuck slash NTR stories. No one was willing to actually come on and talk about it, because that, that type of humiliation doesn't do it for them. Hopefully after this episode, somebody will be like, hey, here's the actual facts of being in a cuckold relationship. And be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I will. Uh, I'll say straight up that like what I write is obviously not how the uh, more consensual real life practiced version of it. It is very much the fantasy. Somebody's getting 
treated cruelly and all that. Right. Yeah. I don't know about Minka and Suna, but personally, I would like a bull and and a cuck on here, whether in separate episodes or in one episode. Um, okay, I have to so... process what the fuck you just said. Um, <laughs> Do you? I feel like that was rather straightforward. Well, I guess how, I, could, I don't I know that we've explained bull before. On yeah. Oh, it's just yeah. like, why does okay. he want to have Cuck. a whole ass animal? How would we even like? No. Oh. So, That's why I was so like, we've at the got... process. <laughs> I'm tired. Leave me alone. We've got cucks, which are usually the person sitting in the corner in their cuck chair. Uh, if you get that <laughs> reference, you get that reference. But uh, they're usually watching and pleasuring themselves, watching their partner get cut, get fucked by the bull, aka the third person coming in to uh, show the person in bed a good time. And apparently, there is the male version of the words, which is cut and bull, and then there is. The fem the femme version, which is cake and I think bull. No. Interesting thing is Queen and Yeah, Cut Queen and Cuck and ca- Cape. Cuck and Cake. Okay. That's the <laughs> Cuck combo. Cape. Yep. So oh, like oh. I actually just learned that recently and it's like one of my friends was like, Guess what the name for like a woman who does the cucking is called and he, I was like what and he's like it's cut queen and I was like that is so adorable and I love it and I now want to do that just so I can be a cut queen cut cake sorry I probably oh, oh. missed up some words there but really quick question have any of you watched uh Mike Flanagan's newest episode on Netflix the fall of the house of usher I don't no. even know who Mike Flanagan is what Pew said Okay, he's a director. He did um, that a couple, like a few Netflix series Haunting so of far. Hill House, Bly Manor, yeah. uh, Midnight Mass, The Midnight Club. Like, I've I've loved all of his stuff. His like horror and storytelling is great. And this one is all about. Um, if you don't know, the Hall of the House of Usher is uh, Edgar Allan Poe thing, and so it's like all these other El- Edgar Allan Poe stories put into like a modern day scenario and stuff but there's one of the characters in there that is a cuck queen um because it's all about the super rich family and so she's a cuck queen but like it's a interesting dynamic there too because she is very much the dominant one in her life and her relationship so there's still kind of a power exchange happening in this situation where like she's not really necessarily like the one who's kind of being cucked, I guess she's kind of controlling the whole thing. So it's, it's an interesting take on it. Um, and mm. like, I know it's stuff that happens out there, but yeah, it was just kind of one of those like, huh, I didn't expect to see this in, you know, just regular shows. Interesting. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. call a Netflix special a regular show, but I'd call a regular show a regular show. <clears throat> yeah. But you? nowadays everybody's got Netflix. Nobody's got cable. Uh, you you know what regular show is a normal show by today's standards when it came out no absolutely not i was gonna say it was ahead of its time no i don't like it it's so much better than most (laughs) tv shows we have now or cartoons 
Oh, I have a new hot take on manga. Oh, God. <sighs> Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, proceed. All right, so do we all know uh, Yu Yu Hakusho? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, actually, I'm showing my girlfriend it for the first time. All right, so time. I remember re- watching it as a kid and loving it. Mm-hmm. I have recently reread it, and I think it sucks. Okay, so... Wait, 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 wait. Why? Because it's just like Chainsaw Man in the fact that nothing happens. What the fuck are you talking about? He literally... There's no, like... There feels like there's no growth whatsoever. Okay. What? What? Okay, not legal medical advice, Minka here, um, and doing the non-medical therapy. Um, Non-legal whatever bullshit. Um... (laughs) So illegal therapy with Minka. <laughs> Let's not call it that. Oh, no, no, um, we're absolutely calling it illegal therapy. <laughs> so, All right, a the big plays, reason. So you're good to go. Okay, a big reason that you probably had that experience is because of nostalgia. Nostalgia is bullshit, and like it changes our memories of the things that we loved to a point where they become like perfect. They they don't have flaws. And then when you actually go back and like, you know, play an old game that you loved as a kid or watch something or read something, you're like, well, shit, I don't, this isn't as great as I thought it was. And like, it's interesting because at the time you read it, you know, it was something that was awesome to you, but like, you're a completely different person now. And you also are putting it up against this picture perfect version of it that your mind has created. And so like chances of still enjoying something that you have all this nostalgia about are pretty low, which is also why a lot of times when people are like, oh, we're going to bring back this um, certain series or, um, you know, do a remake or whatever, like why so many people don't like it. And the reality is, is they are generally better than the original, not always, but they generally are. But people have just put this nostalgia memory so high that like nothing can compare to it. And so if they actually went back and watched, they'd be like, Oh shit! Like, yeah, this wasn't great. Are are you done? That kind of talk now. Illegal therapy with Manka. Da, da, da. Can I talk? <laughs> not, can I say my, <laughs> segment can I... is over. You can talk now. Okay, so so you're you're wrong, mostly because you say you say it's his name, right? Not you say. Yu Hakusho boy. Uh, Yusuke. Yusuke, thank you. Goes from being alive to dead, back to alive. Learned a new technique, <laughs> learns how to master that technique. Kuwabara does the same thing with his sword. Hie does some cool demon shit and gets a fucking sword. And Kurama goes from being, yo, I'm just a regular dude. Oh, hey, by the way, I'm an ancient Kami who's just going to kill all of you. Also, it's a tournament okay. arc after tournament arc after tournament arc. So you go, okay, they're getting stronger. Yeah, but there's no training arc. I don't want a training Zero. arc. I don't want... That's why I like training. Kaisen is so good because Itadori's training arc is... All right, you're done. Yeah, but there what? is a training arc. It's a single episode until the culling game. At games. least that's something. And then it's like four chapters of uh, Yuji going, oh, I can use other cursed techniques. It's like, yeah, fucking idiot. Yeah, at least that's, okay, there's more development. All Yusuke does in the whole series is shoot his spirit gun. Yep. He learns nothing else. What do you mean? He learns that you can't just hit women. He goes, bang, oh, look, I can shoot big blast shotgun mode. Boom. All right, what about Ooh, the look, other I can shoot three further. characters? Bang. The prince what? demon boy. I am. Botan. Yeah, but the main, 
Wow, every oh, the side characters evolved, not the main character. It's not always about I'm the main the, character. I'm reading Sometimes it for the, the main, main character. Why would you do that? Sometimes the main characters they're in the literally show the main are, character. Okay, and just no, just because they're protagonists doesn't mean they're the main character. Those are different. Oh, He's th- literally. Yusuke is definitely both the protagonist and main character of Yu. Yu yes, Yaga but Yaga. just because, but in in storytelling as a whole, just because someone is the protagonist does not mean they are the main character. Okay, I'm specifically talking about. Yu Hakusho. Well, then you're just mad at Yusuke. You, you're not mad at Kuwabara, Hiei, or Kurama. How yeah. does the power scaling compare to the power scaling in, like, Jojo or it's One Piece? It's shit, because it jo- goes, Jojo's power it goes, scaling hey, is look, crazy. I've got a gun. It goes, hey, look, I've got a spirit gun. And it just gets better and better. This is and too it's easy. Like, but it, you're just shooting a little blue ball. And he's like, yes, but it the, got better. Alright, then you can't the like Dragon Ball Z either, then. I don't. It gets a little, Once it gets Yu past Dragon Ball, end, it gets, gets kind of dumb. Dragon Ball Z-ish. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna argue with you on that. I don't know. Like, Especially the man, last I don't arc. like Dragon Ball Z. I, I, once Dragon Ball Z is over, I'm like, alright, I'm done. No more. Super isn't real. Dragon Ball is superior to Dragon Ball Z. Yes. Because like, Goku's like, oh, I need to get better. And he goes off and trains instead of like... Raising his family. Instantly better. To be fair, he has like a year with his kids. Them nigga, p- nigga, That's probably he has a most grandkid has. now, and he's like, "Who's that?" And I'm like, "All right, we're done here." Hey, at least he's around, unlike most anime dads, because they're either dead or waiting for their kids to come back to be strong enough to be like, "All right, let's have a fight." Exactly, but at least he's still there. He's not even there. So. This nigga is off training with Beerus and Brawly, yeah, and Whis, whatever the fuck the angel's name is. All right. Back to the episode. I just wanted to share that hot take because I didn't get you guys riled up. <laughs> you you were uh, marginally wrong, not fundamentally, just marginally. Because you're right, he doesn't do a whole lot. But I'm there to see how the other people grow too, not just him. That's why they're a team. Team, you're a messy. I thought you were gonna say no. I'm wrong about getting you guys heated up, and then you got heated up, and I was like, I still win. All right, back to cuckolding and NTR. Never thought I'd say that. I th- I think. Let's see. Hold on. Hold on. We are okay. 20, 20, 23 minutes into recording, and I think we've defined NTR at this yep, point. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> let's start with: Has any of us experienced cuckolding or NTR? Uh, not yes really. and no. Greg, you gotta explain the yes and no. <laughs> I was I was waiting for someone <laughs> to go. What does that mean? <laughs> So, flashback... Oh, God, that was a decade ago. Shit, that was a decade ago. High school me, prior to um dating the girl I was dating... Well, the, the lead-up was, yeah, we're going to do this, we're going to start dating, da-da-da-da-da. You, you got to break up with your, your, your boyfriend first, because I'm not going to... I'm not going to do my mans like that. I don't know him all like that, but he, he's a cool dude. I think, maybe, from what I've gathered. <laughs> she's like, okay. Two days later, I fuck her, and she's like, oh, I haven't broken up with that. And I'm like, you dumb bitch! You promised! Why would you do that? And and then she did it the day after, and then a week later, we went public and were like, yeah, we're, we're dating now. Ooh. That's it. That's all I got. I was going to make that story <laughs> way more fucked up than it was, and I'm like, I don't want to do that. You could, didn't want to make it like super exaggerated and crazy. No, 
I, I got lied to. And I'm like, why did you lie to me? I would have waited the extra two days before we did anything fun. Now I feel bad. I've, I've kind of been a cuck kick. That's such a weird but adorable term. But it wasn't... Yeah? It wasn't... Intentional. <sighs> on purpose. Like, it wouldn't really be considered Planned. cuck because it was not an all-parties consenting thing. Oh, so it was just it would be... accidental cheating. Yeah, that, that's what I call, classify mine as, accidental cheating. Because I was lied to. Um, Which should have been red flag number one. I feel like Minka's is probably more, like... Fun. So it's it's Got definitely it's definitely in fits into iroge, um, into what iroge a game, a hentai game. No, that's what iroge is hentai game. The acronym defines a genre of iroge, a hentai category where the protagonist or lovers are seduced away from him willingly or unwillingly. That's NTR. You are you said that was NTR earlier. Iroge is the and, thing no, you I said play. NTR. NTR is a genre. Of eroge. Yes, eroge is the thing you play. Eroge is a hentai category. Yeah, it's a game. More often than not, mostly no. it's just fucking visual novel, which isn't a real game, but it is a game. But I don't. No. You're... I have never in my twenty-eight, in my twelve years of knowing what porn is, ever heard anyone explain an eroge as a thing that wasn't a game. I am seeing now a lot of definitions saying that, like, it is a Japanese video or computer game. Uh, some of them are saying visual novels, most often a visual novel or dating sim. Oh, ooh, that that explains Clonade, right? Clonade is technically an arrow game. Oh, I hate that. I hate that so much. Oh, is a Japanese shortening of erotic game. Okay, yeah, so no, I apologize. That other definition was not... That's why you can't believe on everything about Urban Dictionary. I'm not on Urban Dictionary. I know, that, I that, that, Dictionary? That's a, it's a meme. That's a meme. Okay, so my apologies. I used it wrong, okay? I've learned. Listen, I just want to make sure wrong. I'm not fucking crazy. No Trees Replanted um, is a is a part of, you know, kind of kind of a big thing. Cuckolding, cheating, that kind of stuff. Some of it's... Oh, that hurt my brain for a second. <laughs> uh, some of it's consensual, some of it's not. So... Here's me, little, little baby me at 21, and I'm going off into the world, having grown up very religious, poor thing, having really only discovered anything sexual was around the age of 18. I end up doing some, like a public play or a city play, and there's some older women in it, not like way older, but like 10 years older, and... I'm always a flirt. I'm a, I've always been a huge flirt. Wait, I have a question. Yeah. Were you still using your dick at this point? Yes. Damn, I'm about to be a dad. If I'm in your situation, I'm about to be a dad. That actually... Okay, so... Okay. That brings up another point that I will try to remember to get to. But anyway, so... End up having this woman approach me who has kids, has a husband, and basically, like things go on and get to the point where like I am having sex with her like at her home when the husband's away like we're going out places all these kinds of stuff then I went from that relationship when that broke up to another woman 10 years my elder 
exact same situation. So like the interesting thing about it is I don't really remember, like I don't remember my first time having sex uh, at all. And so it's like, it's possible that like there is a bit of trauma there, but it's kind of a hard thing to deal with because there's me and it's like, I'm 21. I technically was an adult, even though I feel like you aren't a real adult until you're at least 25. Um, there, you know, like I am, there's at least part of me that's consenting to what's going on. Um, and you know, there may have been manipulation going on as well from the people older and they should have known better, but like, there's still a part of me that should have known better as well. But yeah, so like I, I ended up in that, but, um, like pretty, pretty much. No, I, I feel like the only way I fit into NTR is there. I, fuck. I even did it in high school. Shit. I was, a, <laughs> I was a slut. Um, was getting with girls who had male partners, um, well, well, wait, were they, were they like dating or were they just fucking around? Cause I just kind of fucked um, around my senior year after, before I was dating the girl. The girl in high school had been actively dating for a long time. Nigga. This guy. Nigga. These, the two women were married. Um, apparently the guy, uh, actually I don't, I know the two of the guys I know found out one of the married men. I don't know if he ever found out. Yeah. I know at one point he, somebody, I was like over at somebody's house with some other friends and somebody came they're like, he's looking for you. He's going to kick your ass. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And so apparently he found out, I guess, but, um, square up thought. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. But that's actually interesting because like, I know that I don't have any kids and I'm trying to remember, Oh, I think that's what it was because I was like, I don't remember if I use condoms or not because that's part of it too. Is like I was using a body part that like I didn't want and I was just at that age where I was starting to really realize like that I was trans and all of that. Um, so it's it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, that might be why the sex isn't remembered because it wasn't memorable for me because I was using a part that like I didn't want. But I think that I didn't use condoms because I believe both of the married women had either tubes tied or um had a mastectomy or something so there wasn't any um, reason because there wasn't any chance i'm so glad you were in that situation and not me so <laughs> glad why do you say it like that because uh how do i want to phrase this if it were me and in my when i was 21 it would have been the white Cedar Rapids or whatever the fuck they're called. If you catch my drift, they're going to get a hat pat and <laughs> no. walk out the room. So these things happened in real life. That shit may have been a fetish or a fantasy for these women and girls that I was with. Um, and Not their don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. There is a part of that like secrecy and kind of like taking what is not really someone else's but like kind of taking that that is hot so like i while cucking is not a big thing for me i definitely understand the appeal please explain it to me like i'm five then well okay are you into humiliation well, like no okay that's i that's was your bullied thing right there. i was bullied enough as a kid till i start to fight back and they're like oh shit he got hands and he fat so they hurt there's also there's a a thrill in doing something you know you're not supposed to be doing or is morally wrong. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, hey, man. being the other person can bring out that thrill. It's the same thing if you've ever done any, like, public sexual things. Uh, there's a thrill there of, like, what if I get caught? And it kind of makes the whole situation uh, that much hotter. You just explain politicians to me. <laughs> Weird. What do you no, mean? I do remember They're lying in public, and if they get caught, they get fucked sometimes. They just... They they only care. <laughs> Listen, I liked my joke about money. It was good joke, but yeah, no, I do remember coming out of like the two relationships with the married woman and being like, "Fuck yeah, I'm a homewrecker," and like riding that wave. <laughs> and you know, like I look back and I'm like, "I was such a fucking idiot," um, but you were a fuckboy. <laughs> I was I was a Casanova, is what I was. Um, In modern terms, a fuckboy. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess, yeah. But thinking back on it, like, well, I am like 90% lesbian. So yeah, if there's anybody out there that wants a cut quake cake, not quake. Why do I keep saying quake? Because it cut rolls cake. sounds better. better. Who wants uh, a cut cake to come in and, you know, steal the woman away? I'm, I think I might be down for it. Whoever came up with the combination of terms didn't realize how many times the cut sound would be, be like, hey. Hey, it's been you... 30 amount of minutes. I think our guest should say something. Been kind of quiet over there. I actually just remembered something from when I was in college that I guess going by one of the definitions of like NTR that we read off, I technically kind of like NTR'd a guy I never met and stole his girlfriend away from him purposefully. Like it was my intention. Okay. I was, I'll just say this. I had lost a lot of weight and cleaned myself up my sophomore year of college, and I was looking hot. Can't relate. And there was this girl in who I had a bunch of classes with who I started hanging out with, and I was, like, feeling really confident about myself. And uh, one day when we were hanging out, she mentioned she had a boyfriend. And I was like, okay, never stopped me before. <laughs> uh, so basically, slowly over time, I got, purposefully, I got, like, very close to her. And, like, I never met the boyfriend, but by all... Uh, accounts of her own he wasn't like a great guy so i just slowly convinced uh her to break up with him and then like less than a week later uh we hooked up and then that became a relationship which obviously didn't work out i was gonna ask how long did the relationship last uh if you include the like because we started off as like regular friends with benefits and then there was that awkward period where it was like we were dating without putting a label on it and then we started dating if you were to include all that probably like six months so so a bit more than like a rebound yeah okay i ended up breaking up with her because it didn't work out and she dated a guy who looked uh very much like me and i have a, a couple like fairly unique traits okay so that was very interesting especially because i'm super blonde and when we had started dating she was like blonde guys aren't usually my type it was weird and then you're like actually turns out apparently they are exactly your type <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess it was a, it was a strange situation. Okay. So based off the information you have just provided, she very much likes an aesthetic that is more certainly clearer than not going back to what you said prior, you made, well, you had them do the breakup stuff and then you proceeded or you proceeded and then they broke up. No, I, her and I did not have any kind of like emotional or physical intimacy in any way until after they broke up it was pretty shortly after they broke up but i basically see you did it the right way though yeah but i was doing it like completely intentionally like 
I want her for myself, not this guy I've never met. He could be a totally normal, nice guy, and I would. Well, according to her, he wasn't. So there, it's fine. Maybe a little, well, but, but not, not, not really, but a little bit. Okay, I was gonna say, but no, like there in this story, it's like he had, he had he manipulated models. the situation for his benefit. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like you just went do the thing. Haha, ha, do it. You won't. Oh shit, you actually did it. No, no, because like if you're like. If if we say that what he did was kind of okay because it's like, you know, oh, no, she was with a, a shitty guy or whatever, and I just came in and saved her, and then we hooked up, like, that's, that's different, not okay yeah. either because that's that's the whole I'm a good guy theory is yeah. is that that's what's going to happen. Like, this was an intentional, like, I'm not going to save her th- mindset. It was a I want her for my own What do you mindset. mean? I'm going to save her for me. <laughs> I am saving her, but, but for me. And... It was also like I I did it like the long game. It wasn't like we became friends and then I was like, you should break up with your boyfriend. It was like months and months of like every I sound like such a scumbag, like warming my way into her life and just everything. It wasn't as far as like I didn't never did anything like gaslight her, like try to make friends with her friends or anything. But like, that's fair. In a weird way, I just was like, I'm going to become your friend. But with the attention of having more later that sounds like how most people act nowadays you were just ahead of of the curve illegal therapy with minka (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) manipulation is not always bad most things we do are manipulation um going to a therapist a therapist is using manipulation to help you grow and learn uh, because they're manipulating you in ways to help you think about things more and like analyze things more. So pretty much everything we do that involves another person involves some sort of manipulation. If you see someone and they're like, oh, they're a manipulator, like we all are. But usually what it's referencing is they are using that manipulation for their own gain to get things for themselves that they want. And, you know, like uh, manipulation was a defense mechanism for me when I first like came out as trans and it became a thing where I was like manipulating relationships and manipulating things to basically keep myself safe. But also like it became such a habit that I was using it for things that I just wanted. And so anytime anything I couldn't manipulate, like went away, I didn't want, like it always frustrated me. And so I've tried to work on that a lot and talk about it a lot in the- uh, therapy. But yeah, there's a difference between someone who's manipulating and thinking like, oh, I'm going to save them from a bad guy. And then I'm sure because they think that I'm the hero, they will want to date me. And someone who's like, I want this girl and I'm going to like figure out a way to get her. Oh, turns out her boyfriend's pretty shitty anyway. So this won't be as hard as I thought it might be. Like those are two entirely different things. And like, you know, Mr. Mr. Etzim has already um, said, you know, it was... He knows it was kind of a skeezy thing to do. Much like I know that the relationships I was in were skeezy things to do. It's like, I don't feel like I would ever do those things again now. And I don't want the audience to think that we're saying, oh, no, it's okay to go and like pull someone from a relationship or whatever, because generally it's not. It's not consensual amongst everyone. But, you know, obviously we're bringing it up here because it's part of the fantasy. And so... I do feel like it's okay to look back at former situations and kind of be like, okay, well, this thing I did was bad, but like this part was kind of hot because (laughs) like this is reality, you know, like there's, 
you have different feelings for everything that happens in your life. And so it's okay to be able to look at something. And even if it was something traumatic, like you can still look at it and be like, hey, actually this part of it, this little part of it was something that actually was not bad. Yeah. Legal therapy with Minka. Yeah, I agree. And I, I'm definitely not endorsing it. And God, if I was ever single again. I wouldn't even have the energy to do all that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yay, getting old. At 20, it was easy. At almost 30, not as Shit dog, me too. Plus, it was college. All I was doing was going to class and drinking anyway. So. Oh, you got to drink. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of... A lot. <laughs> it's kind of amazing how how much easier it was to uh, get with people when you were in school. Well, yeah. That's, <laughs> okay, okay. Well, before I move on with the, with the, the current topic. Well, yeah, because you see them every day. It's a lot easier, but... That's neither, yeah, he, that's no, neither that's here nor there. Sense. We'll get into that some other day. Mr. Retsum, I wanted to call you the other name, mm-hmm. so fuck it back. <laughs> um, why did you write an NTR story to begin with? Let's start there. That should have been the first question, but it wasn't. Um. Okay, so obviously since I, I do write it and I started writing it without anybody paying for me uh, for it or anything, I do to some extent like NTR and Cuckold. I'm not really sure. One of those fetishes I couldn't pin down where it came from for you, but um, it the reason I started off with it was more because like the idea that I had because like in the first chapter of a condom big enough for a Fuda, the whole thing gets set off by the three characters. You have Dylan and Jessica, who Dylan is a cis male, Jessica is a cis woman, Victoria is a Fuda. Dylan and Jessica are dating. They have a group chat where they're texting, and one of them sends a meme. I think it was Jessica that was like picture of uh, a, a regular like a, a condom for a penis and a, an inner condom for a vagina and the inner condoms are a lot bigger and it's captioned damn girls be having big penises for real or something like that which is based off an actual picture that i saw and that picture that i that meme that i saw in real life like gave me the idea of like logically to me where that would lead for an erotica story would be cuck holding where the girl with the bigger penis isn't a girl she's a fuda cucking the guy and that's uh what came from it that being said my second story was also a cuck story and like my first i don't know for in my first six months of writing like half the stories i wrote were cuck ntr whatever somebody was getting hurt yeah emotionally yeah because like sometimes it was the reader but uh, let me tell you (laughs) because in pseudo preparation for today i read a bunch of ntr and cheating dojins to like compare i don't know if my if it's the nostalgia old madness starting to kick in but i feel like the ntr from like six years ago was way more aggressive than what they're doing now it's like i i i always remember i'll, I'll keep this memory until my brain's like you don't need it no more uh the dude all right, we're going we're going to get a little a little degenerate here. The the boy, because it it is a child technically, is hiding in the closet. He's going to surprise his mom. Some dude walks in. He's like, "What? Who, that's not dad. Who's that?" Dude starts fucking his mom. And he's like, "I want to fuck my mom too." And I'm like, "Son, why why are you do why are you hi- first of all why are you hiding in the closet? Second of all, you're like twelve. Third of all." How did you come to the natural conclusion of, yes, I also want to fuck my mom and cheat on my mom, but my dad with my mom. And I'm like, 
Does does Japan need a hug? Does does like the island series of islands need a hug? Are y'all okay? What what's going on? Because that, that's like a huge leap in logic. That's that's a couple layers of hell deeper than just NTR. But but it is yeah. NTR though, and I'm just like, bruh, what's wrong with y'all? Who hurt y'all? What's wrong with y'all? And and then six years later, listening to a fucking steak and eggs podcast. Nigga Asmont Gold explained it and it makes sense. Like it 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 worked. Y'all ever play Mario? No, what's that? The, the... Yeah, <laughs> Mario. You know, uh Chris Pratt. Oh, is that you, the, you is might that know the kid it in the Mario. Green I will I will end this fucking show, I swear to god, Minga. <laughs> oh, Mario. Uh, yeah, let's Mario. Not, let's fucking yeah. not. Let's fucking not. So <laughs> He explained that. Also, uh, really quick, Mister M, I, I hope none of that my whole illegal therapy thing came across as like me trying to talk for you because that was not my intention. Oh no, you're uh, good. You explained it all well though too. Okay. Can I continue? Sure. Yes. <laughs> you can start talking about Mario again. So there is a con- not canonical. There's a reason. Princess Peach is always going back to fucking Bowser. He's got that big turtle dick that a human dick can't compare to, and I'm like, no. You're now, but, see, but again, but you're, you're bringing up all these stories that have. I was like, well, well, no, him taking Peach is a political move, and da 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 da. But this gives every NTR person an excuse to go, oh yeah, the Mario games taught me this. This is why I do it. It's ingrained in the culture, and I'm like, I ain't got a defense for that. I can't, I can't argue with that because it worked too. It's like a game theory video. It worked too well for me to argue, and I'm not doing the research to disprove it. So you know what? You're right. There's definitely a lot of Peach and Bowser cuckolding hentai. Yeah, my my favorite my headcanon is that they are in a threesome, and like cuckolding is <laughs> one of their fetishes. I fall into the camp, but they do whatever the fuck they want. I'm going, Rosalina, take me off to space. Come on, just abduct, abduct me, please. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be here. He wants tall space mommy. <laughs> if she's as nice as she seems, by all means, just give me the fuck off this godforsaken planet. But no, they, they, like that, that makes it make sense, and I hate that. Cause I don't want that stemming from my video games, where I just run to the right and jump. But no, we can't have simplicity. In games where you just push three buttons. Okay, I can tell you how to not let things like that ruin things in your life. Well, it does. It didn't ruin it. It made it make sense. I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck, he's right. You just have a memory like mine where it erases it every five minutes. I don't want that because then I you just don't go on the internet. Yeah, just don't go on the internet. Easy. I wasn't yep, on the internet. Easy. I was just on Spotify. It sounds like the internet. No, the in Spotify is connected to the internet. Not mine. Yeah. Mine is a uh, hundred. And how did you access the music? That's how I know your ass don't pay attention because I said podcast. I said steak and eggs. Okay, pod, whatever. The podcast music, how did you access it? He went to where they recorded it and they hand out USB flash drives. No, I just, just I just said, oh, what are you talking about? Their editor's camera. Who do you think fucks ed- editing their show? <laughs> no, he, what he did was he got a floppy drive from them. Not a flash drive. Floppy disk. Wow. Yeah, same thing. I heard floppy drive a lot growing up. And then it's a disk drive. All right, so like, 
do you read other NTR stories and go, I want to do that, but with my characters? Yeah, like to some extent, I'll definitely like read a story and I'll be like, oh, that's a really interesting take or interesting way to go about it. And I'll like, I, I'll never like directly copy and be like, I'm going to just take this plot and insert my own characters into it. But I'll definitely like take the basis for the idea and, uh, you know, manipulate it to work for how I write and what I want to tell. Um, actually, the uh, Cut Queen story I wrote, Cut Queen Conundrum, There, there's this author whose name escapes me now on Literatica. I don't know if they still write, but they only ever wrote Cut Queen stories. And they were pretty well written, but they were all the same, where it was like plain average woman dating, engaged, or married to like studly, smart, handsome, big dick guy. And then he would catch the eye of some super hot, driven, manipulative woman who, and she would steal him away from his unappreciative wife. And that's like how every single one of his stories was. Um, because I'd read them and that was partially the uh, inspiration for the Cut Queen story, I actually took it in the opposite direction where the wife, the story is about a wife who's married to a Fuda, the, the cis woman wife is the super hot one and the woman that she gets cucked by is very like plain and average uh so yeah no i definitely will read other people's uh like cuck ntr whatever stories and be like i like that but i would do it this way and then i jot it down in my notes and hopefully one day it'll get all right cool because i only there's uh one ntr story and i'm like i, I can fuck with this because uh protag john john protag john coon protag coon gets his revenge and i'm like yes I like this. this. This is fine. I will not elaborate uh, unless asked, since no one asked. <laughs> Did the story you're talking about involve Fuda? No. No, never mind. It's, it's, no, just, no, dojin. No, it's no. just it's just it's a dojin. I even said oh, I even said to be nice because he was like, yeah, send those to me, and I did and didn't read them like a bitch. There's a very famous Fuda cuck story. Where the protagonist sort of gets his revenge, but it's like ending slash last chapter is a little bit not controversial. People are divided on uh, whether it ended well or not. Uh, I thought you might have been referring to whether it had a satisfying ending or not. Yeah, basically. Well, it's like dude is good friends with a super hung Fuda and he's dating this girl. One day, I think it's supposed to be like his birthday. His girlfriend ties him up and is like, I have a surprise for you. And then she gets fucked by the Fuda who does the whole I'm a mean superior Fuda thing. Damn, on his birthday. In the second chapter, it's revealed that the girlfriend had went onto his computer and discovered that he was into cucking, but had never told her. So she was going to surprise him, but she didn't inform him beforehand. Uh, so uh, he doesn't exactly enjoy it, or at least he won't openly admit it. When they finally release him, he, like, socks the food in the face and leaves and, like, completely leaves their life and then comes back in the last chapter chapter, and they, like, join up as a thruple. It has kind of a... Oh, yeah, that is... Also, I, I do want to say, between the two stories that you've mentioned, which I read the first one and I've read, like, a little bit of the second one, it is um, a very interesting difference between you know, how far a food addict can go into a woman in the first one <laughs> versus what's going on in the second one. 
you know, wanted to do something different. You know, occasionally I'll get these comments that are like, these sizes and proportions are so uh, messed up. There's no way a three foot dick could ever fit in a woman or whatever. So I was like, what if I made that the plot of a cucking story? Yeah, no, I I think it's great like to see the variety and, you know, and I'm very much one of those people where it's like, no, like this is all fucking fantasy and fetish. Like who gives a shit about physics? But some people do. Yeah. And I, I've said before, uh, or I think I said on the, the other episode that I was on that, like, I am very aware that everything I write is impossible, bad anatomy, it would kill people, everything. Uh, but it's a fantasy fetish. It's hot. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, I'm not, I don't go and look up these hentai things for things that are realistic. Like, I go to the yeah. hentai oh, for the boy. shit that isn't physically possible. Exactly. You know, like buying a house in this economy. I will continue to That's make why, that like, joke. all my characters live in apartments. <laughs> <laughs> They're all too poor to afford houses. That that was too real. So I was going to compare and contrast, like, your, I guess, style of NTR-ness mm-hmm. and cheating versus the, how, how fucking Japan. I guess I can't classify the 15 stories I read as Japan as a whole, even though they were fairly varied. Do it. Just make them. No, I'm not going to be you in generalization. I will say modern stories in the community there. That that can't be generalized that egregiously. Um, So for one thing, if I don't see uh, the other partner, I'm just like, they they aren't real. They don't don't exist. Because I'm like, what? Like, yeah, I'm married. Okay, I'm looking around the house. There's no pictures of y'all together. There's no wedding ring. There's no y'all haven't produced a, a spawn. So like, why you lie to me? You're not married. Oh, she hid the ring. No, no, she didn't. She's just not fucking married. Or if she is, she's yeah, lying to um, evade evade taxes. Which you know, sound strategy. More ups to you. But if the other person, if I don't see the other person, it's just maybe light cheating or non-existent. I'm like, this shit isn't real. Uh- any good cuck story, whether it's like written or, um, you know, like in a dojin or whatever, it really has to have the betrayed partner's reaction or whatever, or them being present in some way. Or like, not to say that it it's pointless to have it be NTR then, but it loses, or cuckolding, but it loses a lot of the Oof. what people like about that, which is having one person being humiliated. Yeah, but I don't... That's not what I'm here for. Also, what what the fuck? Why are all the NTR dojins? I feel like you're here for the wrong reasons if you're not here for the humiliation. Nigga, I don't want to be here. That's the whole point. Doing this for you because you you want to talk about this. Bitch. Right, but you you wanted to explain to... No, I wanted to have it explained to to me. Yeah, and we we have, but like, it's not going to, you know... Yes, it's just yeah, it. it's just re re valid. Wait, Minka, that. you weren't planning on making alt like it by the end of this. <laughs> no. Oh, see, this is why Minka's the favorite. Sometimes I've had some people who have read my cuck NTR stories despite not liking it, but wanting to read them for the hyper food in us, and who have then come out later and been like, "Yeah, I kind of like cuck and NTR now." So. Gotta be careful. Okay, but my problem it's, is it's when, like, the women are really hot, like, hotter than the average Dogen woman, and I'm like, 
Bruh. Sure. How did you in how did you like even in your your story? I'm like, how did this scrawny not uh, uh, minimal ab absolute minimum below average motherfucker end up with this super hot girl? I'm like, okay, he's funny. Yeah, that that's gotta be it. He's funny. In your story, you did not explain that. So I'm like, how in the fuck? He must got the riz. in real life. I know, and it I, I don't get it. After what Pugh's... Not all of us... Uh, I am, admittedly, but not all of us are that shallow. Maybe he's got a stunning personality. Man, you didn't write that, so I don't know. <laughs> that's not I don't what the story's know about. Because I wrote that story three years ago, and it was my first attempt at writing. A lot of things could have been improved. No, I'm saying but... you did a good job, but I'm like, how the fuck did he end up with her? Because when it does happen in real life, I'm like explain yourself and it's like it's either money charisma or i'm funny and i'm like what about you being stupid i'm like oh yeah it's part of it too they like that and i'm like i'm not that dumb though and they're like ah you fucked up and i just look at them like come on just punch me in the face make me dumb later chapter i want to say chapter four of that series uh spoilers victoria fucks both their mothers at the same time um <laughs> <laughs> it's I can't remember if it's just explicitly stated or heavily implied that they have known that Dylan and Jessica, the couple in question had known each other for a long time and were from like the same city and went to like high school and stuff together. So that's also it for why somebody who's as hot as Jessica would be dating a guy like Dylan. All right. But once you get to college, you got like, damn, I got all these options, maybe kind of potentially sort of. Yeah. And hers was uh, Victoria. I, I mean, this was a very hung fuda. I mean, that wasn't really an option. It was more of a it, it, fuck around and find out. And this is literally what happened. I've thought about writing a prequel story for like the lead up of what happened to before, like essentially the opening of that first chapter. I feel as I though you should, and it would be a very nice com uh, companion piece. It's not the right prequel at the store you used. I know words. Kind of use like write the 30 minutes between hey i'm out i'll be back in 30 minutes in the first picture sent yeah pretty much it would go a little bit earlier the idea was like uh jessica goes over to somebody else's like dorm or apartment and just happens to basically walk in on victoria fucking that person so she sees victoria's giant cock and all that for the first time and like becomes interested and just uh victoria notices her and basically uses the beginning of a condom big enough for a food of chapter one as like the perfect time to seduce her follow-up question sure uh why the fuck wasn't she in class if they're in the same class where the fuck was she at it's called skipping class he had dylan was the only dylan was the only one in class i thought and he had signed up for a specific I, like i thought the group chat was that for Friday that evening. class though it was for a previous class they were all in. Oh. Yep. Yeah, it was for a previous class. Oh, he fucked up. Oh, he fucked up. Dumb bitch. Do you not pay attention yeah. to the thing? I know. I literally <laughs> said I skimmed through it because I'm like, this hurts. I like this is gonna this is gonna hurt. I know it's gonna hurt. And then by the end of it, I'm like, okay, I don't hurt as much because Dylan's just kinda here. He's not much of a no offense. He's not much of a character. I ain't got no investment past man. That sucks. That's why he's basically not in the story anymore. Neither is Jessica. I do want to say, like, as that being like your first published story, um, very uh, good. I, I was very, yeah, I was very impressed because, like, 
you know, you did have this other stuff going on. It wasn't just like, oh, porn, haha, sex, 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 which, I mean, there was a lot of that, but you also included these other details. And so it's like, you had a really good mix of just like including enough details about the surroundings and everything going on um, to make it more realistic in that sense with everything else. And so like, I, I felt like there was a really good balance that you got in there. Yeah. I feel like that's why it hurt more. I, uh, (laughs) my, my stories are long as hell on average. I think a condom is the first chapter is like top three shortest I've ever written. And part of that is because I'm maybe a little too detail focused at time where I'm constantly like describing the scenery and all that. But you know, I, I do think it helps uh, immerse people, especially for something like cucking, which is kind of like a very personal thing to read about or, you know. But yeah, like for me, I very much am one of those people where it's like, if I'm just like, just looking for a quick, I want to get off, you know, it's like, I'll pull up a video or something. Um, but if yeah. I want to be like turned on and enjoy it and just like really bask in the the horny, like I want a story. And if I'm going to go for a story, like I want it to be a story. Um, so like I, for one, very much appreciate the details and stuff. And like, you know, you're you're not even close to the level of like Tolkien with dis- descriptions and stuff. Because um, <laughs> no, yeah, I don't go that um, far. Yeah, you don't spend like six pages describing what the chair looks like in the yeah no i think that you at least from that one like have a good balance of it because it is it gives you a very visual vivid picture of what's going on and like the different uh parts like you know like the food addict like you get a real sense of what it looks like and everything um so i think you did a great job with that oh thank you i appreciate it to slightly pull the attention away from mr m Minka and Asuna, I have a question for you guys. What do you want? <laughs> uh, because Mr. M and several other servers let me post a few questions in their servers, I got a lot of responses. The two things that came up a lot, black guys being the bulls and the queer community being a big thing in the cuck uh, community and NTR. What? What? <laughs> That okay. was what came up a lot. So, okay, the first one, yeah, yeah, because yeah. black dudes have bigger this. The second part, what? Yeah, no, I'm I'm kind of in the same because yeah, it's like you know, black men are often fetishized, um, so that obviously is going to come up more. Um, but yeah, the second part is interesting. Like what that came up at least two or three times. Okay, but you you also just said. The, I did a survey. You did not tell us, hey, I'm going to be asking people these questions. Here are the questions. You did that after I well, was like, what be the fuck fair, are you talking about? I wanted to be somewhat surprising. No, so. that's not how you do that. Um, okay, <laughs> but like, did they have anything more specific than that? Or they were just like, why do a lot of cuck stories seem to include queer stuff? Not even cuck stories. It was more like, obviously the black guy thing was like, black guys seem to be the bull in a lot of just cuck stories and in real life as well as queer people take part in cuck holding a lot and i was like why do you say that and they're like just experience and i'm like you need no i'm gonna need details motherfucker um that was the weird thing i was like i don't understand it because they were like trans femme people usually are being cucked and i'm like i feel like you're not using the right phrase so here's my theory on this a lot of the queer community tend to be neurodivergent yeah so a lot of times 
that neurodivergence leads to not fitting into social norms and so kind of gets to this point of feeling more confident to just kind of say fuck society and like I'm going to do what I want and so you do end up running into a lot of queer people in kink spaces not I wouldn't say they're the majority per se um but well I don't know because I have most people that I've run into were usually like well either you know if they weren't straight they were like well you know like I'm curious or um different stuff I also know that a lot of those same people tend to be geared mentally more for polyamory. And so it's very possible that because of polyamorous relationships they're in, that these fantasies kind of come up of like, oh my God, like I love my partner, but I love other people. And like, it would be so hot to like see my partner get fucked by someone else while I can't do anything. I don't, I can't say for sure why this person is running into that, but that is my best That seemed to be their line of thought as well as they are more open to the taboo things and open relationships. So they end up looking at or thinking about being cucked or cucking others. Well, because when you're poly too, like, you know, it's easier to do a consensual cuck scene because you already have chances are you might already have more than two people in your relationship and so you know there may be a thing where it's like oh we're not a triad but like you know he's the boyfriend to both of us and so I want to you know have to sit there and watch him fuck her instead of me because I also am into kink and I have a humiliation kink and like all this stuff like it kind of makes sense as I think about it, but obviously, you know, it's it's kind of like, why are, do queer people in horror tend to match up so much? It's it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know that there is really just an answer we can have for that. No. You said horror. Yeah. I thought you said horror. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> why are all queer people whores? I mean, you're not wrong. Because they're more accepted <laughs> by the people around them that accept them so they have the opportunity to partake in the stuff people wish they could do because they're too scared or sheltered to ask tell me more god what is the succinct explanation um (laughs) um (laughs) while that was bullshit it does kind of make sense so um give me like 20 minutes i'll give you a better answer maybe i give him that yeah give me i I, I at least gonna be a european Uh, b What the heck is that? Like a fucking ninety percent, because uh, only in America where you you can get half the test right. No, you still failed. Everywhere else, hey, you get like a C. I was gonna say I give you a C. I'll I'll take an American C, like seventy percent. Um, you know I'm just gonna keep the uh the poly stuff nice and wholesome to fit uh the Xenoblade Chronicles and the Shoko Tensei. Sure. Yep. Um. Uh, Suna, did you, did you want to, because obviously there's some people asking, so they probably don't know the full issue with the fetishization of black people. Did you want to explain well, that? Well, it was less asking. It was less asking, and a lot of the people who were answering. Several, a couple people, I believe, in Mr. M's server went into it, and then a couple people in different servers I was questioning in went into the fact that uh, cucking, like, started typically in the past with like people fantasizing about 
black people cucking them and stuff like that. Not I'll sure do how, you, like, I'll I do you that. one better. I, wanna, I think I saw something about that. It may have been somebody else's. I will do you one better. It's the uh the the slave owner's daughter going. He could pick me up and you know f- force me against the wall. None of the other noblemen can do that. So, hey you slave, come here. I got a, I got a, a quarry for you. Quandry, quagmire, whatever the fuck. Keyword. There there you go. That's how it started. Congratulations, you've been learned. For any that don't know exactly, there is a big thing with like. The, the I mentioned it kind of earlier, but the big fetishization of black people, um, and so it's it is a problem because it is like oh no you're you're more of a sex object than you are a human because a lot of black men the stereotype is they have larger cocks and so there's also that fascination where it's like oh you know the women go for black men because they can please the women way better than a white guy ever could and so it's become this like honestly it's a it's a it's got some racism tied into it. Um, and it's become this big thing where a lot of black men, especially are just viewed as, you know, someone to fuck and to please instead of being like a full human. Having mm-hmm. agency. Yeah. Cause my, like my whole thing with that is, okay, you've had the sex. Now what are you going to do? Right. And, and it, you know, and it's been going on for a long time. It's like the, once you go black, you don't go back. Like there's, you can find all sorts of things that, are come from this and it's not just black people and black men like obviously these fetishizations happen with all sorts of groups um asian women people really like agents yeah yeah like if you ever say you have yellow fever you are being racist by the way so don't use that um because you are (laughs) just then generalizing like an entire population and generalizing them into a fetish um yeah which one's jungle fever that's for black people. Weird. Okay. That's for fetishizing black. I knew that was a phrase. I just couldn't remember which group it corresponded to. Yeah. I was watching a video, and I think it ex- it sum- sums that up the best. Ah, uh, most of the world, uh, they really like the Japanese lady aesthetic because they're like they're cute, they're well put together. Uh, same for the men, except the handsome. Some some of them are cute, you know, to each of their own. But, like, once you get past the aesthetic and you go into, like, the culture, you're like, hey, yo, what the fuck? Are y'all okay? Do you need a hug? You you know you can, like, leave your job for your PTO and it's okay. Like, you know that, right? And they're like, nah. And I'm like, how do y'all function? How do y'all get anything done? Yeah, there are a lot of issues with the Japanese culture, unfortunately. So that's why as much as I'm like, yeah, I'd go over there to live. I'm like, no, I wouldn't. I would not last more than a week at the fucking office. So I'd need like a regular, a non-regular job. So also I couldn't, I couldn't live there because they're like, uh, no, no gaijin. And I'm like, the, the dirty bitch, walk away. That's what, it's going to happen. That's I'm telling you, two years, it's going to fucking happen. And be like, well, I tried. And there's, there's still a lot of xenophobia over there. Oh, it's so much. At this point, it might as well just be racism. They, they, they don't like the Koreans. The Koreans are a type of Asian, so you know. And I'm like, what is wrong with y'all? They also don't like the Chinese. They really don't like the Chinese. We, we'll, we'll get into that another day. Uh, yeah, I was like, enough about politics, though. What other questions? What are your thoughts on NTR and cuckolding? Uh, have you ever experienced it? If so, how is that different from the fantasy? And if not, do you want to experience it? Most people, 
fell into one of three groups. I had a few, couple people, less than like five people, who were into it uh, and hadn't experienced it, but wanted to. Uh, a large majority of people were like, eh, it's not my thing, but I like to read it because the stories are always well written, which was mostly Mr. M's community. You don't say. <laughs> and then and then there was a very small part of the of people asked, and by that I mean like I think one person who was vehemently against it. Why the fuck are you in the community? <laughs> I don't ask me because this person has had his uh, history of horrible takes and and like everybody around them's like you realize what community you're in right and they're like no <laughs> this community is okay and i'm like okay it's not different than what you just said some, but okay some people do like especially when it comes to religion a lot of people learn how to do mental gymnastics to make themselves okay with things going on and <laughs> this person deserves a gold medal in mental gymnastics hey, yeah, hey it, man it really sounds like it's something where it's like no i'm into this fetish and this fetish and they've somehow convinced themselves that god is okay with those two you know kinky sinny fest uh fetishes but these other ones they're really bad and but the people they're talking to obviously wouldn't be in those because that's sinning it's it's an interesting way to live. <laughs> all right, me D- down, yeah. girl. I can hear in your voice down. It's all right. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's a fair response because th- this person, I'm not gonna lie, likes Fuda, vehemently hates and is disgusted by trans people. That- uh, well, okay. Eh? So, shit, I might know so, who you're talking about. Uh, I don't think they're in, they're not in your community, or at least I. Would be ah, fuck and, what you're talking about. Based based on reality and a lot of situations where this has happened, um, one, it's because trans people are real, whereas Fuda is not. And so because they're into it, the Fuda is okay because it's fake, whereas the trans people are real and they have to hate it because they like it so much. Um, and so they go to the other extreme. Or two, they eventually are going to come out as trans. Listen, you you can come out. It's okay. I'll even hold the door for you. Just calm down. Chill. We're all here for a good time. Yeah, that person was, I'm pretty sure, the only one who was, like, vehemently against it who answered. Everybody else was like, "Uh, I don't like it, but to each their own. Yeah. To to that person, if you're listening, don't... I doubt they listen to this podcast. Don't put yourself through that. Um, you obviously are in agony trying to figure out how the things that you are feeling and you are into line up with this religion. Don't like, don't put yourself through that. It's agony. Either start questioning the religion or maybe find a different religion where you don't have to feel like you're going to burn in hell because you have something that turns you on that you don't have control over. But like you don't do that to yourself please it's not healthy i don't think your words will ever reach their ears minka unfortunately <laughs> even if they did ever listen to this podcast yeah maybe it'll plant a seed that person was the only one in that extreme uh like i said most people fell into the middle of either liked reading it and was not interested actually in doing it or didn't like it but figured to each their own with a couple exceptions being at the other extreme of 
wanting to try it and being interested. Have we talked about like actual interesting. cooking the the consensual kind yet? Have we have we done that? I feel like we haven't. Uh, a little bit. Not like to a much less in depth though. I feel like we talked about cheating in NDR, but not like actual cooking. Well, it's harder when none of us, I think, at least as far as any of us have said, have much experience with consensual. Maybe we still talk about it, but that's true. I've written a consensual cuckold story before for a commission. Consensual cuckolding is just when a partner, the partner being cuckolded, the other person enjoys it, enjoys watching, hearing about it, etc. Enjoys the humiliation of seeing their partner uh, be intimate with somebody. Okay, else. yeah, that's what I want to talk about. So, yeah, did you 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 laid that out mm-hmm. perfectly? Thank you. So like. For for me, not not necessarily me, because we, we'll get into it later. The people I associate with at work, in real life, with, let's call it, yeah, let's call it real life, they they don't have the humiliation thing. It's more so, sex isn't as intimate and personal as the general populace makes it out to be. So it's kind of like, eh. To some extent, that sounds somewhat less like cucking then and more of just like an but it, but it, it is but it's not because like they they still don't want them to do the thing but the thing still happens and they're like well he may have a big dick but that nigga is dirt poor he look homeless and i'm like oh okay no you're right you know what this is what you need to make yourself feel better just like she needs a better dick to make herself feel better so you know what go, go for it and like you know what yeah ugly homeless poor don't you want to throw in dumb it's like yeah he's dumb too and i'm like I'm smart enough to take your girl but so i'm part of me is like well you don't got her here but you got her everywhere else and i, I wouldn't know how to like navigate that in real life if that makes sense you can't see what i'm doing with my hands I'm making a circle i know i'm making I... like a circle I don't I don't know if I do fully understand. So like I I'll use Mr. SMS as an example this time. I'm stop picking on Puse. Let let's say I lost my job, I started dressing more like a hobo, and I got like half my IQ ripped away. Just come into Mr. some life and like fucks his girlfriend. And and you're, you're okay, okay with, with this? this only because you're like you can only satisfy her physically everything else that's all me and okay I'm, and i'm like hmm so, fair argument what this that's that sounds yeah, more what this sounds like though. to me is someone who's like no we're monogamous but yeah she goes and gets fucked by this guy and it's okay because that's a need i can't fill like that even if they don't technically, like, I'm not huge on, like, labels are the be-all, end-all of anything, but that is an open relationship. But they aren't yeah. together. He did. I just show up the one time and I leave, because I gotta go back to my shitty state. Well, and that's that's probably how they have come to terms to make it okay, because then it's like, nope, yep, you're, you're fucking someone new every time, like, it's someone there's no deep connection with, so there's no, like... Because you, uh, I don't want you filling that emotional need with anyone else. 
literally just the physical need with them. So like, don't bring in someone that, you know, don't bring in someone multiple times. Like Ooh, it is, okay. yeah, okay. it's, it's literally to make it. So it is literally just the physical need that is being met. Um, but it is still a type of open relationship. Follow-up question for you science people. Can you get bigger dick surgery? Question mark. Yes. You yes. both said that like de depressively. I know too much. No, I mean like you can it's essentially like implants that you get to make your dick. It can longer make it longer, but usually it just makes it like Girth. thicker. But it just they're so like early stages that like every picture I've seen the dick just looks awful. Yeah, we're not we're not to cyberpunk levels of dick enhancement. Yeah, yet. it's like if you've ever seen a dude who's like injected like saline into his dick. Same yeah, thing. why the fuck have y'all seen that? Garbage. Okay, you 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 get a pass because you write stories. Pews, what the fuck? <laughs> you've never been on the internet long, bro. Enough. I want I I want to hear Mr. Edson's explanation. You cut him off. Well, you know, I write about. Uh, you know, characters with giant dicks, and obviously real-life dicks can't get that giant, but if I watch real-life porn, generally the search time search term that I'm going with is different variations of, like, huge cock. And, you know, I've been doing that for going on 20 years, and you see some shit, and one of the things that you see are men who have injected every part of their genitalia with uh, silicone, to make it bigger and it looks grotesque and not at all pleasurable to use for either part. Okay, but I've seen people take horse so. and dog dicks and I'm like, bruh, why? That sounds what like are you talking? Problem. What? <laughs> <laughs> look, look, people out there. I, I mean, I'm right there with you. Bestiality is one of my big, like, no-nos that I want. So, okay, uh, okay, all right. We, we talked about this in the Pokemon episode. <laughs> if it's drawn, don't care. When we get to real life, I'm like, mm, but why? Why? Why are you doing that? What? what what's going no. on there? What, what's wrong For with me, you? It's, it's a total no. I don't do bestiality written, drawn. That's, that's, that's fine. No. I'm just saying, the Victorian meme is funny until someone draws a picture, and I'm like, damn, that, that Victorian looked kind of hot though. No, but it's it's good to know your your no. hard limits. Listen, don't <laughs> give Pokemon titties. Don't don't do that. Bad. Why not? Because then people will draw them fucking, and you will just like, nah, don't want. So what if I want to give Snorlax a big fat pair of titties? <laughs> then I'm about dogs. to fuck that Snorlax and go about my business. Uh, same. I'm so confused. <laughs> okay, so Pokemon are okay, but real life animals are not. Um, I'm not really into Pokemon in any way sexually either, but generally they're anthropomorphous. Anthropomorphized. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, and at that point, I mean, they're not an animal. It's just like getting off to furry porn which i'm okay with see now i feel like i'm the fucked up individual okay so i mean i i am the producer <laughs> of this show so you so know. your your line is basically like whether it's real fake drawn fantasy whatever if it is a animal animal as we know them in the world that cannot speak and cannot like give verbal consent that's that's your line but if they okay, yes. but if they're like humanized at all, can actually like have that intellectual and consent conversation, then it's like, yeah, it's okay. 
Yeah, I mean, because at that point they look mm-hmm. humanoid. And, like, that's where I'm fine. Because, like, part of it is just, like, any animal that's, like, just an animal, like, they don't have an appealing shape, nor do I want to see them fuck people with an appealing shape. Uh, And also, I just generally don't really care for, like, whether it's on an animal, a furry character, or a human character, I'm really not big into, like, animal genitals. Okay, that's fair. You okay there, Suna? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't have a retort to that. Just uh, in real life, yeah, no, you're right. But if it's drawn, I'm like, don't make it too realistic. I I was going to pull up a picture of a Pokemon, but I can't find it. I thought I had it on my phone, but oh, wait, I do. Never mind. There it is. Yeah, like that. Like, I'm fucking that. I'm I'm making an Eevee with that. Mm, I'm okay. <laughs> that, that's a thing that is always fascinating to me is just like what what levels and like how how fetishes manifest in different people too because you know supposedly we can track everything back to something um usually in like younger life but not always but I, i feel like there are some things where it's just like where the fuck did i get that fetish from and kind of like you were saying earlier about some of your readers where they've come back and they were like well i wasn't into that but now i'm kind of into it like i do feel like there is to an extent a way to turn uh like basically become turned on by something but i it still usually i'm guessing needs to have some sort of sexual connection that hits that pleasure section of your brain and it goes oh that was a thing that was i was reading um and even though i was getting turned on by this part i've now read so many stories where that was also happening that have hit the pleasure sensor that my brain now goes oh no 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 that feels good too um so i do believe there is an extent that you can get yourself into something if you wanted to though i mean i don't feel like that's usually so... ne- necessarily the, the case and a lot of times it's just like oh no i was just doing these other things that made me horny and this just kind of happened to start to become a thing over time. Oh, yeah, completely. I, I've i talked about this elsewhere, but I have jokingly called it like the transitive fetish property where if you're watching or reading, if you're getting off to something with a fetish that you enjoy, but it includes a fetish you don't enjoy, if you eventually you will become desensitized to the fetish that you enjoy and then you will start to associate the fetish that you enjoy with the fetish that you uh do that are interlinked and then eventually the fetish that you don't enjoy will become one i'm pretty sure that's probably for me where um like enjoying ntr and cuck stuff came from because like as i've said basically forever my main fetish has been giant dicks And even back in the day, in like 2008, a lot of the stories like that were cuck and fetish stuff. So even back then, even if I was like, meh, about the cuck fetish part, I was reading it for the giant cock part. And then eventually I was like, meh, this this, uh, cucking part isn't so bad. I'm also pretty sure that's where I first started to get into Fuda. But then I just realized that I'm pansexual and I don't really give a shit. I dig that. All right. So it sounds like we've made it through everything that we've kind of bookmarked and wanted to talk about. Last call? Anybody got last thoughts, opinions, uh, questions? Yes. 
Mr. Retsum, mm-hmm. since you are our first returning guest, yeah, and I was supposed to do this with Della, but I forgot and I didn't want to put her on the spot. She very kindly asked me not to. Ah, uh, you have to ask us all a question now. Oh, <laughs> okay. oh, so it's okay for me to be put on the spot? Yes, she specifically asked. I don't that I didn't do it, and I'm like, fine. You see, Mr. M. You are a it, man, and Della is a woman. You also, a nice my voice was, you also didn't if my ask voice me was more to seductive, not put you on the spot. Yeah. If my voice was more seductive, would you still ooh, put me ooh, on the spot? Absolutely. No, let's hear it. Well, no, no that's his question. There you go. That's his question. Oh, snap. Don't make this an This was literally going to be a bit. Well, it was going to be a bit for her. But she was. She said, "Please don't." And I'm like, "All right, fine. I'll make it for every returning guest. We'll have to do this. So if you come back to the show, you better have some fucking questions ready." You've just scared off all of our guests. And the podcast. Devil's going to be. Devil's going to be back. We, we've already talked about it. We just don't know when. April Fools. We've talked about it. Uh, well, if I ever come back a third time for whatever topic, uh, I'll make sure to come up with some questions. No, it's the second time. You ain't getting out of this. No, you. You literally. I don't. I already asked you a question. That does not count. That was it just to wriggle your way out of the situation. Hundred and ten percent. Okay. I when as are you gonna read? Wiggle. When are you gonna read enough of my cuck stories that you get into? Them? I'm not. It just it can't be done. I read fifteen NTR story dojins last night. I'm like, this isn't for me. Yeah, but Mr. Retsum's stories hold up. are hold up and beyond hold up. That. No, Mr. Retsum. What you need to do is you need to write an NTR story where the one who is coming into the relationship to steal is 100% a mommy character. That's not going <laughs> to do it for me either. I've already read that. Just It, it doesn't do it. Yeah, but you haven't read Mr. <laughs> if the focus is on the mommy part of it and the NTR is just in there, I think it might. I don't think it will. I don't think I've ever written a mommy dom character well if you ever get bored well you can write one and then um you know we'll just we'll we'll read it to suna on a podcast (laughs) (laughs) oh i did want to ask you are you ever going to make any of your stories into like audiobooks because realizing i had to read very quickly i'm like damn i read kind of slow my comprehension godlike everything else horrendous here's the problem with that money uh what's the name of the first harry potter sorcerer's stone the the what she said literally okay harry potter the sorcerer's stone audiobook length is eight hours and 18 minutes i have stories that are 80 percent as long and my average story is at least about a quarter to a third as long Oh. And I don't have the funds to pay somebody to you know, you're right. <laughs> spend two to three hours so of I was their right. life Money. reading my spots. I mean, they, there are places you can find people that would volunteer for it, but like, it is kind of hard because, like, the the truth is, to be an audio reader, you need to have some skills, and yeah. some of those people will. Well, I'm not saying like, if you're not charging, you don't have skills, but like, there are a lot of people that want to do it but may not fit the story or whatever oh, i agree uh it's Dude, an interesting hey, idea wait, i don't know wait. how plausible it is i know i know how plausible it is 
you make it a tier in your Patreon. All the money that goes to that tier just goes to the paid voice actor. There, boom, done. I just I don't see that happening. Damn. I hey, you, no one can say I didn't try. I tried. I fair. One day when Mr. Retzum has his own mansion, he'll play your audio yeah, book. At that point. <laughs> By that point. And then you can listen. You can <gasps> listen to all my cuck stories to your heart's content. I just listen to Matt work and be like, man, I think I'd rather be getting cucked than be here. <laughs> Goddamn government. Okay, so, so you need to write a mommy <laughs> dom cuck story. That's not that. that that's really not. And that's make really sure not do it. that he listens to it while he's at work. <laughs> I don't like got the it, dumb ones. I like the soft okay. ones. They're okay. just like, well, you got me. And I'm like, I will take care of you and you take care of me because I'm, I'm fucking dumb. Well, a mommy dom is typically fairly soft. Yeah, dom by itself is, does not mean hard. Yeah. Because like... I need them to be like a marshmallow. Yeah, a mommy dommy or a dommy mommy a lot of times is a very soft dom. Yeah. I don't want them to be a dom at all. You want them to be submissive to you. Yeah. not Well, not to me, just like... Not because you want to be like you want to be like ah, fuck, how Mama, do, I how need milk, I and she just shit. comes over and like <laughs> plops yeah. a nipple right in your mouth. See, no, at that point, just slap me with the titty and be like, "Bitch, you could have just used your words." Because it always comes you do down. Want to mommy dom. <laughs> no, it it always comes down to really you couldn't have just like used your words. Because that's what I, that's what I do with in real life every day. It's please communicate better, and they're like don't know how when i'm like you make me want to jump off a bridge i love that for you it's not like the physics don't matter at all it's the like <laughs> mental part of it and the communication and understanding like why someone who is unemployed and dirty is all of a sudden getting to fuck this super hot woman like it's it's a very different aspect than i've come across very much you're welcome it's a different type I of think, realism. Maybe I don't know. I'm so I'm so fucking tired. Uh, it's it's interesting. All right, <laughs> all right, Puce. What's your favorite story of mine you've read? Read. I seriously love uh, "Condom Big Enough for a Buddha." I I'll think I just it. butchered the title, but it's just good. <laughs> your Chapter six will be out for public release in probably the beginning of 2024, maybe, maybe December. Yeah. No, I I will say like I. One of my big fetishes that, like, obviously cannot really happen, sadly, is, like, I would love to be a human condom. So, like, when that's, spoilers, literally, like, what happened, I was just like, yep, yep, that's, I, I want to be her. And <laughs> no, 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 I, no. I feel your pain because I want to be on the opposite end of that as... One thing that I didn't mention before is like uh, some of the hate that I've gotten for writing like cuck NTR stuff is people call me a cuck oh, or an answer like, or whatever. And I'm like, no, no, no. You don't understand. I want to be the one with the giant dick fucking somebody else's part. I love it. All right. And on, on that wonderful note, uh, <laughs> that will be the end of the, uh, the episode. Uh, I hope the audience enjoyed watching us probably make everybody who has a cuck fetish hate just this. just fucking oh, wait, hate us. wait. Just <laughs> fucking wait. despise my, us. my last last call don't don't be dumb like mr Edson and i were when we were young yeah also wear yes. a condom even if it's a human especially if it's a human
Yeah, especially if it's a human. Don't don't think about it too much. Don't think about it too much. Everybody have a wonderful night. Uh, Don't let the door slam on the way out. Uh, And make sure to listen to us wherever you're listening to us currently. So, uh, YouTube, uh, Spotify, uh, Pandora, all those services. Uh, And make sure to follow us on Twitter. Uh, Mr. Retsum, would you like to plug yourself? Again? Uh, sure. You can uh, find me on Twitter at uh, Mr. Retsum underscore. Uh, Patreon Mr. Retsum and basically every... Uh, find me now on Literotica, AO3, and Hentai Foundry, also under Mr. Retsum. I am no longer on DeviantArt because I did get banned. <laughs> So, oh, damn. I'm sorry, that's the stuff policy just, again, it, and I got hit quick. Uh, um, that wasn't like funny, it's just like, damn, TV, really? TV uh, going know. the way of Tumblr. I'll live, yeah, yeah pretty much. Oof, they'll learn when they learn, right. it'll be too late. Pierce, Pierce, all right, say what, your, say your, what, goodbye, what was the thing you said at the very beginning about like sit back so you can watch everything? Yeah, it was, it was, it was getting into the whole like. Aha, the audience is being cucked by us. Which oh, makes no sense, but yeah, I didn't get that at all. Yeah, it didn't it didn't work out too well. It doesn't matter. Audience, go sit in your cuck chair. <laughs> yeah, that's how I should have opened the episode, honestly. <laughs> Alright. Bye. 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 Bye.